Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you're all enjoying your day, great. If not, let's see if this one hits hard like a kick to the head. But So, I know a lot of people probably talked about this. Why not include this on an episode? A bit of a message to Bret Hart. Get over yourself. I swear I have lost count of how many times Bret Hart has taken a shot at seeing people over and over and over, whether it be Triple H, maybe Shawn Michaels or Vince, Goldberg, Eric Bischoff, so on and so forth, because he's gone from Bret the Hitman Hart to Bret the Better Man Hart, because Bret can't let shit go. Now, I will say this, though. I respect Bret in terms of his in-ring abilities, being able to have watchable matches with just about anybody, except for, like, the WrestleMania 11 match with... Bob Backlund or the matches he had after he came back with his uh, health ailments due to a stroke. But in terms of a person, and also uh, not injuring anybody, which is a great thing there, but in terms of a person, Bret Hart, I cannot respect. And no, this does not have to do with the stuff involving his ex-wife, Julie, for what she revealed about him in in her autobiography. If you want to know about that, go on Amazon, you can buy it, read it for yourself. But with Bret, it's just like, Jesus Christ, he holds a grudge about everything. He holds a grudge against those involved in the Montreal Screwjob because, oh, they really screwed me there. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I know he keeps bringing it up from time to time, and every time you see even a freaking documentary about Brett, he keeps seeing Montreal Screwjob, Montreal Screwjob. Like, look at the A&D documentary that they did on Brett not too long ago. Most of the time they, they kept focusing on was about Montreal and then skimming over everything else. It's like, we get it. We know what happened. You don't need to bring it up. And we know Brett still probably ain't happy about it, that he got screwed on the way out. And, like, he became a shell of his former self by the time he came to WCW because, oh, they screwed me. How dare they? I had it in my, my freaking contract, like, reasonable creative control. It's like, Jesus, Brett. And then you go forward, he's still pissed off about people involving it, and he gets pissed off about stuff from WCW. He, How many times has he taken a shot at Eric Bischoff for his run in WCW saying, Eric Bischoff's an idiot? It's like, Brett, you weren't putting in much of any effort, really, in terms of like your overall demeanor or saying that you actually wanted to be there in WCW, despite the fact that you had less dates to work, if memory is right, and you are getting a lot of money in WCW by that point. Alright, yeah, your booking wasn't ideal. Especially with the momentum that you had in terms of your name by the time you got there because of the whole thing about Montreal. But it's like still to hold a grudge and take a shot against Eric Bischoff all the time. It's like it's been over 20 years. Alright? The WCW itself was a mess as the years went on. Like say around maybe at least 99 going forward. So it's like yeah some of that stuff could be blamed on Bischoff and other people and everything. But it's like you also got to take what you've got and make the best of it. Not everybody's going to be booked perfectly, and when you especially go there into WCW and you don't have the best attitude because you're still freaking going on and being pissed about Montreal, chances are they're not, you're not going to be looked at favorably within the higher-ups. Chances are it's not going to go good for you either. But then the biggest one, Goldberg. Christ almighty. I can understand Brett bringing up... Goldberg and everything from his documentary that he did when he started to have a working relationship again with WWE in late 2005, early 2006, before he got inducted in the Hall of Fame. Mentioned that it's a shame that somebody as good-hearted as Goldberg ended his career. It's like, alright, yeah, you're not happy about that. But how many times since then over the last few years has he constantly, constantly taken shots at Goldberg since then? 
Constant bringing up, oh, he kicked me in the head. He cost me $16 million. He should give me money. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. It's like, Brett, for the love of crap, get over it. The incident with Goldberg from the kick to the head happened more than 20 years ago. Get over it. Accidents happen, I will admit. Goldberg's not the best guy in the ring in the world, okay? But the thing with Goldberg, and I think that's also should be a message to Riddle, is that not everybody has to be great in the ring in order to get over. There are guys who get over just by their presence alone, and that's what Goldberg had. I mean, but then again, he's far from being the worst wrestler of all time. Trust me. You want an example? Look at the great Collie. But it's like Goldberg, like, yeah, he had a tendency to injure people, but that's because he was... He was thrust into that position so fast with not much training. And again, with the way he was booked and everything, he didn't have to be known for having, like, the same in-ring ability as Brett. He didn't have to do, like, freaking knowing about the technical styles of wrestling and wearing a body part down and telling a story. Goldberg's whole thing was go in there, find people, and just rip their heads off. That's the whole thing with Goldberg. If he was trained better more, then yes, the whole kick could be prevented and everything but for the love of god brett you've taken how many shots at goldberg over the last few years bring the fact that he injured you and cost you money and your career and everything dude like i just said it's been over 20 years get over it please you're not making yourself look good when all of your interviews are just the same thing over and over piss off an idiot goldberg ended my career i'm resentful about my screwed up it's like christ brett like we get it it's all about you like, even Kevin Nash brought it up in a freaking interview, you think too highly of yourself. Like, yeah, you're one of the best wrestlers of all time, no, without a doubt, because of all classic matches that you've had, making other people look good, and, like, being reliable in the ring. But it's not all about you, all right? You have this whole ego about you. Look what Kevin Nash even said in the You Shoot interview, talking about what prompted him from to leave WC or WWE in 1996. It was because they were having the whole backstage meeting with Undertaker, Brad, and himself about the whole finish to the Steel Cage match in your house 6, and Brett refusing to take the power on because it'll make me look weak. He's like, Brett, you're going to win no matter what. The finish was going to be the same. You exit the ring and through the cage door after a freaking Undertaker comes through the hole in the floor or through the ring canvas and pulls Diesel down to get an escape. He's like, no, I'm not taking the powerbomb. It's like, Brad, but you're going to win. Okay, but what about me? And Undertaker had to scream some sense. He was saying, motherfucker, not everything's about you. Because that's the whole thing with Brad. He's bitter and he wants everything his way and wants to freaking everybody to kiss his ass and everything. It's like, Brett, not everything's about you. You can't keep going on and on and on for years for and years on end about the same one to three, two to three things over and over because you hold a grudge against the same people for the same reasons over and over. You want everybody to know about it. Stop taking shots at Goldberg on social media or every interview that you freaking do because everybody's tired of it. That's why you're having your own reputation get ruined because people aren't no remembering you as of late for being one of the best wrestlers in WWE history. You're being known for freaking holding a garage all the damn time and taking shots at the same people over and over for the same reasons every freaking time you ever open your damn mouth. Whether you're doing interviews like through news presses or freaking podcasts or anything like that because you're a special guest, you just have to keep going on saying, oh, like, I should get paid the money that Goldberg gets. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. It's like, shut up. Christ. Like, I just, it's stuff like this is why I can't respect Brett. I can, like I said, I can respect him from an in-ring standpoint, from a personal standpoint. When you look at how he's been portraying himself through the interviews and everything and the stuff with his ex-wife. But again, if you want to find that out, 
get her book. You'll understand what I mean. But it's like, otherwise, Brett, get over yourself and move on. If you want to improve your reputation and stop having everybody question you and everything, stop going on about the same stuff every freaking interview. We get it. You're not happy about certain things, but taking shots at the same people over and over and over and over just shows how bitter you are and why people should just freaking laugh at you. And also, let's not forget, you also made a joke of yourself freaking saying the Undertaker freaking Triple H match from WrestleMania 28 was a 4 out of 10. Seriously. That became a meme because of you, and pretty much why people can't take you seriously, because I think that was the start of the downfall. But anyway, let me know what y'all thought in the comment section below. What do you think about Brett's just constantly holding these bitter feelings towards people like Goldberg and Bischoff and anybody involved in Montreal? Because it's like, it's ridiculous. Been over 20 years since all this stuff happened. Move on, Brett. Alright, you're making a joke of yourself. Anyway, let me know y'all know in the comment section below. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe with the bell turned on on YouTube and like the episode. If you're listening to other, other avenues, please also give a follow and all that stuff, and I'll catch you all later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.